Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here today with lead guitarist and instructor, Lindy Day. Hey, Hello. Lindy. Thank you so much for having me. Hello. How are you? I'm doing really well. <laughs> How Wait, are you? you? You went to the dentist. Can you talk? Are you okay? Um, actually, this is funny. I, I wasn't going to mention this, but I do have a bunch of Novocaine in my face right now. <laughs> um, if I hadn't said it, though, you would have never known. I would have so. never known. You sound normal <laughs> yeah. to me. So forget that, everybody. She sounds okay. great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's traumatic, the dentist, but we don't have to go there right now. Um, well, me I'm excited neither. to chat with you. And I actually have to tell you that I went online and I checked out some of your lessons and I loved your lessons because I felt like I could do that. And yeah, I girl. really like how you have like the little diagrams there and you have, you know, just these simple like chunks of cool stuff to learn. So why don't you just like tell us a little bit about the lessons that you do and and what your kind of philosophy has been on that. And then we can dig into some other things. Sure. Well, I started during the pandemic. I started teaching 60 second guitar lessons on TikTok and Instagram, um, which kind of started as something to pass the time. And then it very quickly became something I love and the internet loved. And I do this way more full time than I ever expected right now, which is awesome. I'm so happy to see that people are into educate, like online education. It's, it's awesome. So, um, yeah, just like you said, there's diagrams, there's a whole bunch of different ways that I teach a lot of, obviously social media is visual. So, you know, if I'm teaching a concept that's kind of boring, like scales, at least we can have visuals up there and make it fun and make it interesting and stuff like that. Um, but it's interesting with 60 seconds, trying to make one concept, one tiny concept, really fun and entertaining in 60, in 60 seconds is actually kind of a fun challenge. Um, if there's any other guitar or music instructors that are listening, it's almost something I would challenge you to try. Just like demonstrate you know, demonstrate a thought in 60 seconds. It's it's much harder to do than you think, but it's really, really satisfying. That's really interesting. Is that is that indicative of how people like consume information these days? Everyone just wants a little taste. Well, I think it depends on who you are, because, um, you know, there are people who, who message me and they reach out and say, hey, I want to do a half an hour lesson every week. And there's other people who are just happy subscribing and checking out 60 second lessons, you uh -huh. know, on social media. So I think it depends on the learner and where you are in your journey. Not that one is right and the other is wrong. It's just like what fits for you right now, you know? I actually didn't see your 60 second lesson. I was watching something oh. a little longer on YouTube. <laughs> Oh, maybe it was yeah. older. I don't know, but okay, okay. <laughs> but it was also awesome. And uh, you know, I, I I think I watched one where you were teaching a chord progression, or mm -hmm. and there was another one where it's like different ways to play the C chord. And I'm like, this is so Ooh. cool. I love this. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, like as teachers, we kind of do. I don't know. Okay, so it's interesting because social media coming into teaching and coming into music education has definitely changed things and the way people consume information is different. Like I would have never tried the 60 second lesson things if it wasn't for COVID. Mm -hmm. You might've seen stuff from before COVID, which yeah, it was a little longer. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. 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 I, I guess it's so you've done a bunch of these now. Like what mm -hmm. do people find the most interesting when you're, you're creating this content? That is a great question. I find there's a huge amount of people on social media who want, <sighs> all right. Okay, here we go. 
so there's a bunch of guitar teachers that are like, play this riff. Here's how you play this. I don't know, Santana solo. Here's how you do X, Y, Z. And my teaching philosophy is just a little bit different. It's a little bit more like, hey, here's some really fundamental technical skills. I want you, the player, to take these fundamental skills and use them to enhance your own creative voice. I'm not saying play this lick that Lindy mm. wrote. I'm saying here's how to properly play in like position three. So the next time you write a lick, you can play your lick more efficiently. And I feel like that's been a huge, that concept on its own, I think people appreciate that a lot. I'm not saying the other way of teaching is wrong because it's not. It's just what I'm offering is is a little bit different. Um, that's all. And we need like differences, you know, yeah. we need different teachers to kind of. I would agree with that. Things. Like, I think it's cool to learn a song, but also if you are, if you are giving people like these building blocks to, to go further with it, to do their own thing. I think that's, that's really cool too. Yeah, because, like, ultimately, we don't need another guitarist that sounds like Lindy because we already have that. I want to hear what your message is. I want to hear what you have to say, and I want to hear what you, like, tell me something with your music, you know? And that's what I'm most interested in more than anything else. So it's, like, enhancing the community with just that one simple thought. Like, you know, we're musicians. Like, you you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I also mm-hmm. think if you can get if you can get one simple thought across to somebody, <laughs> communication, <laughs> then you win because you know we're bombarded with so many things. Yeah. So I, I yeah, appreciate um, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's fun. It was a skill I didn't know I had until I started yeah. on my COVID. What have been the challenges you've faced, sort of doing this type of instruction? Oh man. Um, that is a really good question. There's been a couple. I think one of the biggest ones is trying to figure out how to speak to a wide audience um, effectively. And this is more like, is your audience beginner, intermediate, or advanced? Because mm-hmm. um, if I teach an advanced concept, that post will not get a lot of views. And I know that ahead of time, and I'm prepared for that because those always take the most work. But sometimes it's really integral to the conversation that the community is having. Like, um. There was a song earlier this year that went viral. I can't remember the name of the song. It doesn't matter. It was a TikTok song. And it had this really weird descending um, melody line and the rhythm was odd and a bunch of people on TikTok were talking about it. And like, it was a really good time to talk about the whole tone scale. Hmm. And the whole tone scale is kind of an advanced thing. Like not a lot of Western pop musicians are going to need to know that. But the community was talking about it. And it was like, you know what? I want to post this now because it's relevant to what's going on. Mm-hmm even if the advanced lessons don't get a lot of views or whatever, it's okay. Cause it's more like I'm contributing to the conversation. So I think balancing like getting a lot of views versus knowing the community has kind of been not a challenge, but a, a good awareness. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's all, it's also just think, thinking about how am I going to add value today? Right. And right, exactly. I, I love that thought of, you know, what's relevant to what people are thinking and talking about now and what is sort of like, you know, evergreen, you know, kind yeah. of thinking. Yeah, it's a good to have a balance. That's interesting. Yeah, teaching's hard. Yeah. It's it's not easy. It must be super weird to teach just to a <laughs> camera and not have anybody like responding to you. That is odd. That okay, so here's another big challenge, ready? Um, pulling the energy up when you're teaching a concept that you know other people find boring like i get a lot of requests people are like teach us scales to solo with and i'm like oh my god a lesson on scales are you kidding me that's like 
ah, I like scale. Listen, I like scales. I, they're satisfying. They're cool. I like running them. But when I teach, my students don't really, I notice there's some, bo- it gets boring sometimes. Like I notice that on my one-on-one lessons, right? Mm-hmm. So if I have to go teach, I got to like pull the energy up. I'm like, all right, guys. Okay, internet, let's make this one. We're going to talk about scales. And actually like teaching to the camera, you have to put a little extra oomph in things mm-hmm. um, to hold people's attention, which is an interesting, it just is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, you're, you're on camera, you're on, you're on stage. You, you understand that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, um, doing a guest lecture to high school students and their their faces are just blank when you're when you're talking to them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've done that before and I'm like, I'm talking about the music industry. How is nobody actually giving me any kind of reaction whatsoever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then well do people come up to you afterwards and they're like, Hey, I liked your talk no, and you were like, Wow, I do. thought you all yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There'll be like one or two people who you, you can tell like it's resonating with them and then the rest of them mm-hmm. are just like blink walls <laughs> yeah um yeah and that's okay yeah. i mean it's that's okay, okay right yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not gonna be the right thing for everybody but mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, that's okay too you know it's interesting at work you know here at positive grid we've been talking about um redefining what it means to be a beginner in guitar because i i like when mm-hmm. i first started to play guitar like a gazillion years ago i had the mel bay guitar book and, mm-hmm. you know, you learn to read music and where the notes were and you went through this mm-hmm. whole method. And I feel like today it's just a completely different thought to be a beginner guitar player. So this is something I think about a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, because it has changed. Um, I get a lot of students that will come and they'll say, hey, I want private lessons. I've been self-taught for about three or four months, but YouTube lessons aren't cutting it for me anymore. So like, as opposed to, you know, a time where people had to buy print books and they, or they had to go get a private teacher and the teacher would handwrite lessons for the student. Like those were kind of your only two options at one point, you know? Yeah. Now you can type whatever question you have in YouTube. Some questions will get answered on YouTube. Some won't because there's complicated questions, but learning, there is no correct way or there is no correct order to learn things. And I know people will fight me on that. And I, I actually welcome those conversations because these are really, really good conversations to have. Is there a correct order in which people should learn? Oh, I was going to ask you that question. That's good. (laughs) I I believe no, but there are very strong arguments for the other side as well. Yeah. Um, Ooh, this one gets complicated too. Maybe as long as you're learning, it doesn't matter what order it is. Yeah, I think think a lot of times what's happening is people will learn. (sighs) See, this isn't always true, so I hesitate to say it now. What I was going to say was sometimes people will learn and they'll be like, this is the only way to, to do X, Y, Z thing. Mm-hmm. And then they'll learn another way to do X, Y, Z thing later on in their learning. But because they didn't have a consistent teacher or, you know, because they're kind of grabbing random YouTube videos from different teachers, they'll hear things presented in two different ways. And it's easy for a student like that to reject one way and accept another way. When really in music theory, there's multiple lenses to look at the same thing. You can interpret chord progressions multiple different ways based on like, like it's so complicated and it's so deep. So when I say there's no right way to learn, I think what I'm saying is always be open to interpreting things multiple different ways because you can. You can learn things multiple different ways. I think it's interesting too, like 
I was when I was watching some of your content, I was thinking, well, this appeals to me. Like I could just learn a little idea here and another idea there. And I'm like a very nonlinear thinker anyway. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the idea that you could learn, you know, new skills on guitar in this sort of nonlinear way kind of fit my, I don't know, the way I would vibe with guitar, I guess. And I, I think, I think, I think, I think that, um, you know, maybe people don't even realize that that's a thing, that that's okay to do. It is okay. Yeah. It really is. There, um, there's sometimes is a talk of a standard way of learning music. And this, this topic gets a little interesting because we do start talking about like a privileged learning style in a way. Um, And that word is kind of a heavy word to use right now, but like, and I'm kind of, I don't want to use the word higher ed because this is not always true, but let me say it this way. Okay. I got my words ready. Okay. You can be a self-taught guitarist and you can get incredibly far. You can go all the way. You can be signed to a label and be in the pop industry being, or the rock industry or whatever industry being a self-taught guitarist. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, very rarely when I show up to an audition, are people like, show me your music degree. Right. Like, I want to see college you graduated from. They're like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. No one's asking how you learned. They just want to know, like, can you play the song and, you know, can you do it correctly? And are you easy to work with? And the number one thing that people miss, are you cool to hang out with? Like, are you good in a group setting? Like, that's (laughs) a big one, too. Yeah. Like, a tip that's actually more important than where your degree came from. But, like, I don't know. I have to choose my words really carefully because I do value and respect higher education as well, but that's not the only way and the only order in which to learn. I think it speeds up your learning. I yeah. think it does that very well. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I love that there's all these different ways to learn now. Mm-hmm. And I, I went through the whole formal learning scenario. Like I actually went to college for music. So I, Oh, I didn't know Learned that. Everything. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, but now I'm like, oh, I just want like a little easy tidbit to like keep going because it's been decades since I learned anything mm-hmm. about, you know, playing an instrument. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. So I want to know a little bit about your origins and influences. Like what influenced you to pick up a guitar? Oh, my God. Sibling rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my sister That's got a good a one. <laughs> it's a, come on, it's real. That's pretty uh, motivating, I gotta say. Fuels my fire. <laughs> um, my sister got an acoustic guitar for Christmas. My older sister. I didn't like it. I didn't like that at all. So I would steal her guitar at nighttime. I would take it back to my room and I would start playing, and then I like return it to her room before like That's anyone found out. You're I'm like sure she knew guitar stealth guitar right so the next christmas came around i was like mom i'm kind of good at guitar kind of now you have to get me a guitar so and they did that and they did and um yeah and then i'm just fueled by like wait does your sister still play okay she does not still play (laughs) uh don't get cocky lindy she's actually she's a wonderful amazing singer um if we're still gonna do sibling comparisons she's a better singer than me but now that I'm like a grown musician, you don't compare yourself to others. No, and I get that. That's but she's my sister and she's the only one I'll do that with. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, she's a good yeah. singer, though. Yeah. And then, like, where did you go from there? Like, what influenced you? Like, you were in, you, you I don't know if you still are, you were in a Queen 
cover band. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the Killer Queens. Killer Queens. Yeah, I think that's yeah. how I met you. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, they played at the She Rocks Awards a couple of times too. Um, yeah, so I actually started going to school for music. Um, I dropped out because I joined some bands and I started getting into the industry, which is pretty common for musicians. Um, I moved to, I grew up in New York, right? So when I went to college and dropped out, I moved to California because that's where a bunch of opportunities were happening for me. And it's just pretty straight standard from there. Just like played in a bunch of different projects, got some studio work, just like networked, kind of met people out in California. Um, and I just started like auditioning for bands. I mean, people like a female lead guitarist. It's cool. Um, I do wish the industry was more balanced. I'm aware it's not, which kind of is an interesting field to play on right now because it does get me more visual attention, um, which I then, you know, want to use to like educate more people and bring music mm -hmm. to, to more people. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Um, it's but yeah, the long you know, I just haul. kinda it takes a minute. The long haul. <laughs> yeah. 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 It I feel like being a female guitar player gets me more visibility uh right off the bat, which um I appreciate. Like I really do. Do you see like a growing cohort of female players out there or is it still like a really slow process? This this one's interesting. It is changing. It's changing slowly. I actually have a couple uh teenage female musicians right now who I teach one-on-one -on -one, like I see them every week mm. and I'm always like so do you want to go into the industry like you're writing music you would be a really good candidate for this what's up and it's interesting because a lot of young females are there's a lot of fear and trepidation um which is just something I've noticed I don't quite know how to like tackle that like I feel like more research would need to be done but I am really curious there's a lot of really good female candidates for going into the industry specifically as lead guitarists if not singer-songwriters there's also a lot of fear surrounding them too hmm. I'm not sure if like male like teenage males have that same fear I would need to do more research on that but it is something I think about and I look at in my student base yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you might be right. It might just be a general, general fear in the population yeah. of like, oh, yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> put yourself out there, you mm -hmm. know, go into a field like that. But um, right. yeah, interesting. I know you yeah. mentioned that like, um, you'd love to see more of your students be female players. Mm -hmm. Has it been hard to find those people that have interest? Or what do you think is happening? They see this is a place where I get stuck too because I think about this exact question a lot um like what could we do to have more women in the music industry I think it's really important I think women need to be seen in entertainment a lot like a lot more and in different ways and I mean just in, I can speak for music I think more women need to be seen in music um also there are other underrepresented communities too that need to be seen in music but we'll get there in a second you know, so what would it take to bring more women into the music industry? I don't have the answer to that. And that's a super complicated question. Like, I'm It's not an easy be, question with an easy answer. Easy, <laughs> right? I'm don't down we know to, it? <laughs> like, I want to examine more yeah. about this. What are the problems? What is stopping people? What What is difficult? Like, I can only speak from my journey, but my journey is just one person and like, a vast pool of many, many different female musicians. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's interesting because you do see a lot of girls, women, um, creating music, writing songs, mm -hmm. posting on social media. 
that's a really, I guess maybe it's a different feeling than playing live or putting yourself out there. I don't know. I, I think it's still scary, though, to post your music yeah. on social media where people are yeah. anonymous and feel like they can say anything they want to you. Um, yeah. I think you have to be vulnerable yeah. um, to be a musician. That's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. It is. It is scary. I guess. I guess it's just in general scary for women. I mean, I'm 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 gonna like take the guy part out of the equation because I I'm I like you have not examined that, and it may mm -hmm. be equally scary for every human to do that. But um, yeah, you know, I I do think that women are subject to a different kind of like weird harassment <laughs> sometimes when they do make themselves vul mm -hmm. vulnerable, and that can be um, mm -hmm. that can be hard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the conversation's going here, so... <laughs> uh, all right, all right. <laughs> it, I Okay, I acknowledge that the music industry is hard for men. Like, I'm not saying it's not easy. For, it's not easy for either gender. I think women are subject to a different sort of... Lindy, what's the word? A different sort of criticism mm -hmm. than men are, um, especially on social media. Okay, a lot of the questions I ask my students who like are good potential candidates to go into the industry, I'm like, what's scaring you? A lot of times we actually talk about social media. Hmm. Like, oh, if I post one of my originals to social media and it doesn't get a lot of views, that means nobody likes X, me. Y, Z, whatever yeah. the thought is of the teenager, <laughs> right? I'm not good usually enough. Nobody the, likes me, right? whatever it is. Usually yeah. it comes to a, it's not good enough kind of a thing. Adults um, feel that way too. It's not just adults and men student. feel that way too. Yeah. This is not unique. This yeah. is a human thing, not a gender thing. Right. Um, but at the same time in dealing with all that, you know, women are also going to deal with comments like not only did my video not get enough views. The only comment is like, you have really pretty eyes. And it's like, did you not even listen to the lyrics? Yeah. Cause I'm pouring my heart out here. All you can see is like my eyeliner. And my it, lyrics are saying, don't just tell me I have pretty eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Like, there's that other la layer of, yeah. you know, scariness out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the underlying thought, too, and this is not true, but I think, all right, I'm, I can only speak for me. So I will only speak for me on this one. Is like, oh, here's a pretty girl playing guitar my only value in the music industry is like she's pretty to look at for 30 seconds and i guess she can play some scales cool i'm gonna move on to the next social media thing mm. and it's like like that's one of the things i deal with i really want to contribute to the music industry i get that i'm a woman i get that i look the way i look like i i know all these things but man like i really want to contribute and i am afraid sometimes that I'm just a looking piece, yeah. you know? But I think it's like anything. You have to just understand yeah. that some people are going to view you like that, and a lot aren't. And the people that don't see that value in you, like, who cares? Like, they're, mm -hmm. they're not worth your thought, you know? Um, I also think, you know, be, talking about what you were saying earlier, Everybody doesn't need to learn how to play guitar so that they can share what they're doing on social media or mm -hmm. even like I remember being terrified to have to play in front of my family oh. <laughs> who I knew loved me. But I was like, they're going to judge me. Did, uh, are mm -hmm. the are the guitar lessons paying off? Like, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, when it's really just for you, 
for your own inner expression or love of creating, like to me, that's the ultimate reward. So maybe, maybe some of it is talking more about that focus and Mm -hmm. like you can learn how to play guitar and never post a video on Instagram or TikTok or whatever and still Mm -hmm. love it and enjoy it. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's lots of different motivations. So I think it's different. Like I get what you're saying though, because then you're not creating like this other visible person that's going to encourage more people to join, but there's still like greatness in that, in that encouragement of that one person. No, that's true. That's very true. I do a very specific thing on social media, so I'm probably seeing it through a lens. But um, no, I mean, guitar is known for that. Guitar is an instrument you could sit down and study and like be really nerdy about. Or it's also an instrument you can just hang out in your bedroom and like jam on and feel good for 20 minutes. Like yeah. it's a stress producer too. And that's the joy of it. It can be both of those things. You know? Right. And they're all yeah. right. Like everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think in general, like I've thought about this a lot, you know, because I've spoken about women in the industry so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that the fundamental elements of the music industry, and I I can't even tell if it's better or worse now. I I, I would have to really think about it. They're set up to be more daunting for women. Just like due to the fact like, oh, if you're playing at night in a club, it's, you know, you're not coming home till two o'clock in the morning. It's dark and you're out in the world out in the world as women you know dealing with that um and just everything else that goes around you know Mm -hmm. having to assert yourself in a field that i don't know there's a lot of risk i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah i mean i remember one of the first the second actually really professional audition i did um was in a room it was going to be in a room full of just like older men it was a tribute band, a jam band, sorry. What, were, what was that one? That one was a cover band. That was a classic rock cover band that like played in casinos and stuff. And they wanted to check me out. So I came for an audition and I remember bringing like some random male friend that I had. I was like, we're just going to say you're like here to help carry my gear. Like I didn't actually need help carrying my yeah. gear. But I just remember <laughs> being like, I don't want to be in a room of like yeah, strange yourself, older right? men. Like yeah. I just don't want to. Um which, like, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but it's it's just a question that, like, I had to consider at that time in my life, um, in that situation. Um, yeah, it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just the it's the real world. It's the real world. We have to yeah. think about those things. Yeah. 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 Um, but underrepresented communities do, too. Like, yeah. women do, you know, trans, um, yeah, totally. trans people is, like, I'm so glad they're getting so much more awareness, but that's... You know, like, it, I wish the world was safer. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I think it. it's hard, too, because you don't know, right, if you're stepping mm-hmm. into a situation where you're going to be accepted or are you mm-hmm. going to be challenged? Right. So, yeah, it's tricky. It's tricky. I'll yeah, it's a it. tricky one. Well, I did also see that you, I don't know how old this video was, but I was checking out your um, song, Imagine, which I thought was really, really cool. And tell me a little bit about some of the other things that you're doing. Did you like produce that or? Yes. Yes. Oh man, this was a COVID project. So I took the song Imagine by John Lennon 
and I turned it to a minor key. Um, I arranged it to be really spooky, really dark, very like almost Billie Eilish level um, mixing, mastering. And I just kind of threw it up online for Halloween. And during the pandemic, I've always, my career's always been focused on performing live. But during the pandemic, I started learning how to mix and just like produce, just produce in general. Um, so that's something musicians could do just sitting in their bedroom. I have a home studio now, you know, while I wasn't touring and playing and anything. Uh, so that actually was one of my like goals for COVID was I want to produce some really cool cover songs. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, the vo- the vocals on that were gorgeous too. Like, wow. Thank you. That, that's actually my friend um, Shauna from the band Twin Souls who is performing in Northern California um, right now. Like, not right now today, but right now. <laughs> I'll give you a link. If there's show notes, maybe you could post their website in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, I will. I cool. do put notes cool. in there and links and yeah. stuff for people. So what's next for you? Are you... Are you going to be doing any live performing or just really focusing on teaching or what's coming up? Actually, I don't know what I want to do. COVID has brought so many new skill sets, which I'm grateful for. I'm on social media. I'm now a music influencer, which is cool. I produce now. It's a new skill, but I love doing it. I can perform live if I want to. So, okay, remember I told you I went to school, but I dropped out. I never got my uh, degree. I'm actually applying to a bunch of colleges right now and I want to go back 2023 and I want to finish my degree. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah. I know there's going to be a lot more opportunities in, you know, higher education and colleges. Yes. So yes. coming out of COVID with all these new skill sets, not quite sure what direction I want to go in, but I know in that setting, I'll figure it out. That's really cool. Cause here's what I found. If you don't, if you can't find the community that you want to see, then you have to go make one. So if you're looking for more, um, I don't know what you want to go into school for, or if you want to do teaching or whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe you'll create this, just my dog's whining. I'm really sorry. Oh. She's really cute, but annoying. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that maybe you can create this, um, environment where you're fostering this in a, in a community of learners around you, which would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely through lines. I definitely want to keep encouraging underrepresented community communities to be in music, you know, women, the LGBT community. Um, yeah, I and also that. support men. I mean, I men, I see you out there working hard. Like, I know you guys need support, too. We do need more visibility for those other communities right now. Um, so whatever I choose to do, that will be present in it. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. figure it out. All right. I'm going to yeah. have to go take my dog out. So I'm going to sign fun. off now. All right. But it's been awesome to talk to you. We'll share some links. You guys should definitely check out Lindy's very cool instructional material. Lessons. What is it? Lessons with Lindy by Lindy. Lessons with Lindy Lessons on with TikTok Lindy. and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And like I said, I was totally inspired. I'm like, let me get my guitar out. I can do this. And <laughs> yeah. I haven't really taken a guitar lesson in I don't mm-hmm. can't even tell you how long forever. So um, yeah, you'll be inspired. So well, thank you so much uh, yeah. for taking the thank time. Thank you to so talk. much. It was awesome to I talk to you. It. Okay. Awesome. Give your doggy lots of pets. <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right.